0: Welcome to Papaya Turn 1, your ordinary podcast with some cards involved. I- as we get into this week, let's just say a lot has happened and Guan Yu Zhou paid his way in, but not with his dad's money for once, so we can't really bully him anymore. Let's get started. China and Guan Yu paying 25 million to buy him the Alpha Romeo seat. Kind of cheeky because Australian driver Oscar Piastri cannot... Well, have the seat anymore. He's gone to Alpine as their reserve driver because, well, he can't have the seat because someone paid their way in. But as I was saying, not with their dad's money. So you've got to, you've got to give them credit there because it's not with their dad's money. So like, it's a nice change to see for once. Yeah, maybe just their country's money. But first Chinese driver. That's a record as well in itself. So well done. And because of this, Guanyu joe will be the only rookie next year unless you count Albon as being rookie because he's been out for a year oh mazapin i still class him as a rookie see i quite like mazapin i really like mazapin because i feel sorry for him because he has been rushed and i don't know if the rush has always been his choice because his dad's got money but his dad's sponsoring the team yes but has his dad done that to make his son go into Formula one or
1: is he doing it nicely i think he could have made an actual progression there but he needed more time in the in the junior series. He's like F one, F three, not F one, F two,
0: F one. Like it's already there. But I mean, talking about Mazepin, did you see the overtake he did on turn one this weekend? I did not know. He did it on Schumacher, so another hat. But it was really close, and you probably didn't see the Yuki or Stroll incident. But it I
1: did
0: see that. yeah. It nearly ended up being like that, but but um, Mick gave him a bit of space. But it was good to see that he could race, and he was similar speed to Mick, which means maybe if the car goes to a midfield car next year, it might be okay. It's nice to see that he's, he's learning on the job, which is a, a very nice improvement. When he races this 19, it's taking him not mm-hmm. to spin. Um, Yeah. So, and as because of that, because the Alfa Romeo seat is going to Guanyu Joe, we have to say goodbye to Antonio Giovinazzi, the only Italian Formula One driver, is leaving, and he's going to Formula E next season, in season 8 of Formula E, so that'll be quite interesting to see how he gets on there instead, but I believe he's still saying he's Ferrari's reserve driver, which will be good. I think that's the expected result, yeah. Yeah, because, well, Italy, Italy, equals Italy. (laughs) it the short way around. So, well, that was very good to hear about all of that which happened because it al- almost happened within minutes of each other because it was first that Antonio Giovinazzi was leaving. Like 10 minutes later, that Oscar Piastri was going to Alpine as their reserve driver. And then 10 minutes after that, it was that Guan Jo was um, driving Farrah Romeo. So it came very close together. And it was sort of like waiting game because you knew what was going to happen, but you just, it wasn't confirmed, which was very annoying, but it's nice to know what's happening. I was in a media lesson. Was that was that confirmed
1: don't tell becky that um it was yeah a very hectic half hour for formula one fans
0: yeah sorry it's any italian fans you just lost your only fat driver yeah <laughs> <laughs> moving on to qualifying
1: now that was a very interesting qualifying session to say the very least but where
0: should we start do you want to, let's start with top five because then we can talk about what's worth touching others cars in formula one now Ah, yeah. And Seb. That would be quite funny. Yeah. So, well, the top five in qualifying were Hamilton, Verstappen, Bottas, Perez and Gasly. Top five or top six
1: appearance again this season. So, incredible work from him. So, this qualifying session, it was a welcome change to see. But this time, Hamilton took a new ICE, which for you, non-Formula 1 nerds, what are you doing here? It's internal (laughs) combustion engine but that gave him a five-place grid penalty, which it sounds a bit of a...
0: If you're taking your ICE, the first time you do it in a season, if you just do an ICE, it's 10 grid p- places penalty from your qualifying position. So if you're 10th, you go to 20th. If you're 20th, you stay last, because there's only 20 cars in the grid. First, you go to 10th, or you go, if you go to 11th. I hope I've so, said the right round. But overall, it's really good, because it does mean that you're not just able to pick a new engine up every single weekend, which they used to do in Formula One it was it's also good because it means that you still get a penalty so it's going to mean more action if you have a slower car running or a faster car running behind slower cars so it's more action for all the fans as well but the second time you take it it goes to a five place grid penalty which is obviously not bad at all which is what hamilton had because this is his fifth C E this weekend and a full engine all the components which some teams up to do
1: because you're getting everything new um, is a, you start from the back of the grid. You see, under normal circumstances, for any other driver, this would be a bit of an issue. But for the GOAT Hamilton, his amazing sprint qualifying performance, it's something to be talked about.
0: I think we kind of skipped past the
1: big thing that happened in qualifying there.
0: Um, Max noticed something off off with Hamilton's car. So he got the FAA to test it with their bull, now, that sounds really weird to say out loud, but what it is, is a piece of, I think it's just plastic, but it's to a specific size, the circumference, not circumference, the diameter is 85mm, which is the largest a DRS wing is supposed to be opened by, Hamilton's was apparently, I think it was 86.5 or 87.5, so... Very, very close to, well, it was basically legal so I don't see an issue with that. But Max did, so he compared it with his car, and when he went over after qualifying to look at Hamilton's car, he touched it, whilst the car was on Park Farm A. So, the stewards gave him a £50,000 fine for touching Lewis's car, saying that apparently he could have damaged it, which is, well, that's the start of this weekend, and... Um, Because it was open too far, Hamilton did get disqualified from qualifying, meaning for the sprint race, head start from
1: 20th. Which was interesting to say the the least. (laughs) Yeah. But I think before we even get there, Sebastian Vettel, Mr. Funny Man, his team radio, he offered to touch Hamilton's right wing as well. Also getting him, or would have gotten him, a €50,000 fine. But instead he thought, you know what, I'll go for the front wing instead. Only 25k. <laughs> he didn't actually do it. In case anyone's wondering, he
0: was reassured by his team mechanics not to do that. Which I, I don't know really why they're just bringing the park for main rules now because Seb's touched everybody's car before. Why is he only just? Touch, why does Max get a penalty for touching Lewis's now? Don't understand that too much. Yeah, but interesting to say the least. And now we get to the
1: sprint race finally. <laughs> Well, this sprint race, as you all know, well, sprint racing, it's a, a brand new thing to brought in for this season, where I think it's three races this yeah, season. It's been Monza, Silverstone, Silverstone yeah. and Brazil. Yeah. Sprint racing, it's a 100-kilometre sprint race around the circuit. No pitch, no nothing. Go on a pair of soft tyres as fast as it possibly can, and that decides the grid for the actual race. However, this sprint race, interesting, to say the least, this whole weekend has just been interesting. That's the key word. It's probably if if you want to put it, Hamilton's been in Formula One
0: for fourteen years now. If you wanted to put it as top races, where you have about twenty races a year, it's easily in the top five races. Just for some statistics there, if not the top, because twenty five grid penalty, twenty five place grid penalty throughout the entire weekend, and he still ended up coming first. I mean, it only goes to show how talented the man is. And, but I, I still feel like next season, Russell is going to beat him.
1: I don't know why. I can just see this being Hamilton's last chance to get a championship. I think Mercedes probably brought him in to be a second driver, but Russell's going for more of a Hamilton-Rosberg dynamic. He's not there as a teammate. He's there to win. He's going to challenge him, and Hamilton has to. He has to prove that he can keep up with Russell. Yeah, so... Now we get to the sprint results, which
0: was Bottas first, which was expected because he started first, he didn't really No, he started second. He started second because Hamilton got disqualified from yeah. getting on to the sprint race results. Um Bottas started second, overtook Verstappen into the first corner. Bottas had an amazing start. He's really outshining himself, which he could have been doing the entire time he was at Mercedes, but choosing to do it in his last 10 races so who knows but um it was boftas verstappen the science pairs with hamilton fifth so hamilton made up 15 places during 24 laps 24 laps 15 places just to repeat that for anyone else that's insane that's almost unheard of in formula one it's a staggering figure to say at the very least so that meant, with his 5 place grid penalty for the ICE, which he now had to take because it was the end of qualifying, because the sprint race is classed as a section of qualifying, that he was going down to 10th place and starting the race in 10th. Now, if he could make up tw- um, 15 places in 24 laps, could he make up 10 in 71? You're about to find out. Spoiler alert, he did.
1: He <laughs> yeah, very much did. I mean,
0: we kind of already put that. <laughs> it doesn't really work. Um, onto the race. Race starts, Carlos is in third, Lando is in fifth. They're about to overtake, or oh, Lando gets a much better start than Carlos. He tries to overtake him on the outside. Lando uh, does the move, but pulls in too early. Sainz has nowhere to go because he's getting sandwiched on the left and the side. Carlos hits Lando. Lando gets a puncture, Carlos no damage. But it's a really bad sign for their friendship because after the race, it was clear that Lando was not happy with his team with his best friend and we could
1: be seeing the end of carlando very very sad day for all formula one fans here
0: yeah let's not talk about that subject anymore let's go to turn four max and lewis have you seen the onboard of the corner yet i have well max didn't turn out a bit he was committed all the way through to push lewis off forcing himself to go wide as well i I feel like the fia might call a racing incident they wanted Silverstone to be a racing incident. They wanted, or oh, Mercedes wanted Silverstone to be a racing incident. And then Red Bull wanted Monza to be a racing incident, but they both got penalties. So it'll be interesting to see what gets taken down and if anything's even done before Qatar. The loci? The loci? L something. Yeah. It's usually just used for GP, but they've turned it into a Formula One track because COVID and you can't go to countries at the moment. Yeah, so Hamilton, we have already said, 25 places during the entire, or 10 places during the race. But it was really good to see that he didn't get put off by Max's efforts to run him into a wall. So it was nice to see that he still came back a few laps later and overtook him for the win. And by the end of the race, I think he was like 10 seconds ahead of Max. Yeah, it was. uh... In like 10 laps. So that's insane. It just shows what he's capable of with the new engine
1: especially at a track that's normally much more favourable towards Red Bulls. It shows that yeah. he's not letting go. They're fighting this championship till the very end. Did you see um, Senna's home country and his flag?
0: I don't know why I say Senna's. The Brazilian flag was... Um, Brazil don't have any Formula One driver at the moment, so Hamilton took the opportunity to turn everyone from Brazil into his fan. He got their flag. Wrapped it around them and proudly waved it to show how happy he was to have raced in their country. It was just sportsmanship, being proud to have been able to race in their country. And his home hero was Senna, which he paid tribute to with his helmet design in the Brazilian flag colours, which are also Senna's helmet colours, which I thought was really nice. Yeah, it was Still a really touch. Other. Yeah. just made it a lot more personal, the race. Well, the results were Hamilton, Verstappen, Bottas, Perez and Leclerc. Mercedes are now 15 points up on the Constructors. Again, um, Ferrari extend their lead now to 32.5 points. I have a feeling that we're seeing the end of McLaren in P3 because, well, that's not anymore. McLaren P4. (sighs) One of those days. Tough week to be a McLaren fan. Let's go back to the good news. Granju Jo got the seat, first Chinese Formula One driver. And that is amazing. It's not like we have been knowing that for a few weeks now. Months. No. Um, months. <laughs> Weeks, months. Cause it was that Alpha Romeo dealership, which had the post drop of him in China, which kind of ruined it for everyone else. Yep. But congratulations to him. And we hope that you join us next week after Qatar. Just embarrassing ourselves even more. <laughs> uh, this, goodbye.